Hello, this is Thea Fiore Bloom. I am the journalist and artist behind the Charm Studio blog and this Charm Studio podcast. You can find us over on www.thecharmstudio.com. And I created this podcast for artists and writers that are heart centered like you who want to write better, who want to sell better, who want to feel better, most importantly, but who want to do all that by being yourself. Today, we're going to talk to you about Melissa Zink and her magic suitcase. It's a little story of how creatives like us can access our own brilliance. So first off, have you ever even heard of Melissa Zink? If you haven't, you're not alone. She's still relatively unknown, sadly, outside of Taos and Santa Fe in New Mexico. And I started researching her after I read this amazing quote of hers, which I'll share with you in a minute. And it's a quote about how Melissa Zink lived before she broke all the rules in Artland. And it's a quote about the pain of being well-behaved and not setting your heart free. But I also see it as a quote that speaks to this kind of delicious joy of saying, you know what, screw all y'all, I'm going to make the art I want to make instead of the art I should make. But some backstory would help you understand the quote and put it in context. So I want to give you that before I give you the quote. And all her life, Melissa Zink desperately wanted to be an artist like many of us. So she got up the courage in her 20s to go to art school as a young woman in the 1950s. But professors told the shy but brilliant Zink that she was basically bad at art. This is a quote from gallerist Stephen Parks. He said, discouraged by the Kansas City Art Institute because she wasn't doing abstract expressionism, Zink went 20 years doing very little art, though obviously working in her head all those years. And then Parks goes on to tell us that after she met and married her second husband, Nelson Zink, who, by the way, was a therapist, really cool, many years her junior. Nelson Sink asked her one evening, well, Melissa, what do you want to do with your life? And Melissa Sink pulled the covers over her head and whispered, I want to be an artist. (laughs) So Zink was in her early 40s when she admitted she wanted to be an artist, and there hasn't been enough hours in the day since, said Parks. Zink blossomed into the second, and she blossomed only in the second half of life, right? Like many of us, and became an accomplished, prolific artist. She invented magical, mysterious works, which I wish I could show you in a podcast, but it's hard to show you anyway because, unfortunately, the amazing gallerist Stephen Parks recently passed away, and his gallery closed. But there's still. Um, books and things that I linked to in the show notes and I linked to over on the podcast uh, over in the post where you can get a hold of seeing some of her work. It's so transcendent, so unusual. The reason it's, it's amazing is that she had this love of language and she made these like creations that ranged from figurative clay dioramas. She made bronze sculptures. She made mixed media pieces that combined sculpture, painting, collage, and assemblage. So cool. But as I said, this, this river of love of books ran like coursing through all her work. So here's the zinc quote that moved me now that I think you'll make sense. It was taken from a museum description panel on a piece of her work that was in the Albuquerque Museum of Art. And it's there that Zink said, it's like you're walking around with this enormous suitcase full of magic and you're never allowed to open it because the rules say that the things in that suitcase are not worthy of artistic consideration. Worlds, childhood memories, pretend, 
fantasy, archaeology, all that. And so, Melissa Zink says, until I could open that suitcase, I really didn't have anything to work with. It was like trying to paint with your hands tied behind your back, end quote. So one reason this quote resonates with me so much is that I've had a theory for years about something I called enchanted suitcases, which I see, I think every one of us is walking around with this kind of magical or enchanted suitcase full of potent um, magic inside of us. And in your magic suitcase or your enchanted suitcase lies your most original novel, your most transcendent painting series, or your most poignant opera or groundbreaking play. However, it seems like our magic suitcases just remain stubbornly locked until we wake up this kind of sleeping genie who's snoring away within. And this genie has been dozing off there, right, for decades. He's been waiting to be let out. He wants to earn his freedom by helping us bring our wildest creative dream into reality. And it's interesting because genie and genius come from the same root word in Greek Anyway, the sad thing is most of us will never have the nerve to disturb the genie. Most of us, even most of us artists, even most of us writers, won't go ahead and access the peak creativity in that suitcase. Why not? Why do we sabotage ourselves as creatives and not make hay out of the the most kind of twinkly aspects of our brain in this lifetime? Well, I think the reason we don't open our magic suitcase is because opening it requires facing our own personal kind of fear-o-rama type of hall of mirrors. And this fear-o-rama, it's also known in psychology as the Jonah complex, which I've written about overcoming in another post, which I link to in the blog. So the thing is that there's good news too about our magic suitcase, because our suitcase opening fear can be overcome right? You've seen people that have done it. And late blooming is the way to do it. Melissa Zink was in her 40s before she barely started cracking her suitcase open. And you know what? Every day on this planet, I've seen them. Some ceramicist in her 50s or potter in his 70s is leaping out about their living room like a gazelle because they finally busted that baby wide open. How can we become living room leapers ourselves? Why not follow Zink's examples, what I say? Melissa Zink hit the second half of life and decided to give up on ever doing the kind of art she was supposed to do, which was abstract expressionism in that time period. And instead, she got crazy brave, she threw off the approval of others, and she consulted the treasure map inside of her own suitcase. And it was only then that she began creating these eccentric, assemblage art you know, type of creations powered by the magic of books and the magic of reading, which I can just imagine her trying to explain to some professor at the in the art institute that she was at, that all she wanted to think about, talk about, look into was famous authors and books and the cozy realms that she was diving into as a result of what was in her suitcase. What was in, Ma- in Zing's magic suitcase in her own words is this, she said, The center I have been circling around and around is a private aesthetic formed from books and by books. And that aesthetic developed from the act of reading, the memories of reading, the literal companionship of books, and the enchantments of photography, typography, graphic design, paper, leather, etc. Everything I find most beautiful and moving, Zink said, is in some way connected to books. 
I just love that. You know, she just got her private creative freak on and that's what we all need to do. And creatively, Zink did just that and investigated all of these things surrounding books and creatively she lived happily ever after. And if you love books and you love reading and you want to be inspired, you can grab a copy of my favorite book about Zink so far. I think others will be written in the future. It's called Zink, The Language of Enchantment. And it was put out by New Mexico Magazine. And it's just just gorgeous uh, book and really moving prose about an artist who whose main inspiration was books. So my, I have one last Zink-inspired question for you for the road, and that's this. Have you been doing something creatively that no longer thrills you? If so, what weird thing do you secretly long to do instead? In other words, what's in your magic suitcase? And will you consider letting it out? And will you consider letting that genie of yours out? Even if you consider just letting that genie out for peace talks or a mere get-to-know-you cappuccino in 2021 when I'm recording this podcast, I hope you say yes. And I want to end with something that William Wadsworth Longfellow said. I'm sure you've heard it. When he said, I am vast. I contain multitudes. And I just want you to remember that he wasn't the only one. You contain vastness. You contain multitudes, too. So thank you for being here and spending your precious time and energy with me. There's more links on the post on how to see her work from the former Parks Gallery. And the Enchanted Suitcase, the PPS, the Enchanted Suitcase is the title of my upcoming super weird, genie-approved, terrifying book that I've um, overcoming my own terror for writing. And it's for artists and writers. And if you're not on my mailing list, you can hop on it over at www.thecharmstudio.com to get the latest on the book's progress and its release. And uh, if your genie wants to write something, you can always come over to my writing coaching for Heart Centered Artist page. And I do one-on-one work with really wonderful artists and writers. And my job is to help you get clear on what you want to say and how you want to say it um, by finding and expressing your own voice, which is so important to the world because the world needs it. Okay, I'll see you next time on The Charm Studio. Take care.